Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Color Auntie podcast. We're sorry we missed last week. We were um, we were celebrating and enjoying uh, the extra long weekend we got. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to spend it with our our relatives we live with in our homes because everyone is still isolating. And we hope that you're still being healthy and doing well. How are you doing, Quay? Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> it's so funny. You're like, we're, we're spending time with people who are in our home. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't do that last weekend. Um, last, yeah, so we'll get right into what we've been up to. Like Grace had said, we celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day last weekend. Um, we ate a lot of food, enjoyed like all that stuff. I had made, I didn't really make turkey but I made meat pie and blueberry pie and pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. And I made the crust from scratch. I used my Aunt Sally's recipe. Um, it's, like, super easy. Now I'm like, I want to make a pie, like, every weekend. I didn't this weekend, though, but it's so easy. Oh, actually, that's getting me thinking. I totally – I've been seeing all the turkeys still at the store because I because I don't think a lot of people made turkey dinner last weekend for the holidays because no one's really getting together for big family gatherings so they're still having the turkey so I totally want to make a turkey just for fun because I love turkey so much um okay so this is a funny story wait Wait, can I are you you telling the story (laughs) about my turkey my first turkey okay okay so this is when I was still a student and Quay was like the worker and me and another friend Lisa shout out to Lisa who's all the way out in BC we're like oh we'll make the turkey and you we were like yeah yeah okay like we'll cover the like the the charges for like the store and whatnot and the turkey and all those supplies so we're like okay so it was our idea the night before we're like okay we'll just cook half the turkey so that um the next in the morning idea, we'll cook idea. the other half yeah (laughs) so then we'll cook the other half right before the event so it's nice and fresh and warm so we're up like all night because the turkey takes hours so we just did like half of it and then we're like whoo that was like hard work I don't know where we put it and then I called my mom luckily and I'm like yeah mom like we're making a turkey we just cooked half of it now and we put it away we'll cook the rest tomorrow she's like put that turkey back in the oven (laughs) she's like you're gonna get everyone sick I'm like what she's like you gotta cook it all the way through so oh my god I was up till about like 2 a.m because I I cooked the rest of the turkey and then I was panicking so I just like I shredded it myself and um and whatnot so that was my first turkey experience turkey cooking experience so I'm excited to try it again and have like another big turkey dinner by myself. (laughs) myself. (laughs) Yeah, that was that's the the story that always gets me and that I always think about every holiday. Um, But 
last weekend I almost bought a turkey, like those butterball ones, because I was like, ooh. Um, it was really like me just buying into like, we should have a turkey. But I'm like, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I don't really want it. And then my my partner was like, do, do we want chicken? Do we want the butterball chicken with stuffing? Or do you want the turkey? And we're going back and forth about what we were going to do. And then I was like, wait, I don't even want this. So then yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get it. But I think in the fall sometime, I, I'm, I'm going to make a turkey. But not not like not like a real one like you, like a butterball one. <laughs> Ooh, we we should do like while the weather's still nice, like a uh, a park hangout, and we could bring like oh yeah, let's turkey. We could bring let's food. Let's do it. I'll make me pies again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, yeah. So, like, how have you been? Like the past couple weeks, have you still been working out? How's like the Toronto closures and whatnot? Okay. So we've been a week into the Toronto closures, and I did not realize how much I can lose my mind. Like when I came back to Toronto. Okay, when we talk about COVID and like the lockdown, um, remember we were originally I was back home in Garden River. I was like surrounded by my family. Um, I had my home workout gym, like weights. So that was always good. And then when I came back here, the gyms were open, like it was fine. We were back at it. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, Spinco was opening up. um, And now that I'm here and I, it, it closed again and we're, we're like locked down again. I have like so much time on my hands and like in my thoughts. And like yesterday was the worst day for me. Um, Cause my roommate, she was emceeing a online conference all day. So like I, I couldn't bug her. And then my boyfriend, he was working on this car with his friends and I kept like calling them <laughs> um so I'm like what are you doing now like what's going on now (laughs) and then finally I was like okay let me just be alone and I'm like whoa I've never really like been alone alone and Mm -hmm. it was really crazy to realize that because on Friday I had a different kind of um therapy appointment so I saw a new Mm -hmm. girl who um she specializes in EMDR and I w- really was interested in that because of what it what is EMDR? It's like rapid eye movement therapy. I didn't do it, but I like we did an introduction oh. to it. And I really love my current therapist. She's really great. Um, but she's the one who also introduced and talks about legacy trauma to me. And that mm-hmm. can like you can give the pe- not you can give like it can be pa- like like intergenerational trauma can be passed down. And then if that mm-hmm. happens, and like it, it did and it does, all of us, the EMDR is really good um, for you. Mm-hmm. So she just asked a lot of questions and like different questions that my normal therapist doesn't ask. And I was really open and honest about it. And um, <clears throat> she, I came home after that and I like slept from like 6 p.m. to like maybe 9, 9 a.m. the next day. That, like, knocked wow. me out. I couldn't believe it, but I was, like, really grateful for it. And I'm yeah. excited to see, like, um, what will happen moving forward and continuing with it. And, like, I'm ready to, like, 
sleep and heal. And Aww. like, that's what it's going to be. So then after all that, I woke up and oh, and at like 3am, I called again my boyfriend and I'm like, he's like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Like it's 3am. And I'm like, I called to tell you I've been sleeping. And he was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I was worried you called and you were like stuck somewhere or stranded. I was like, no, I didn't want you to be worried. I, I was just been sleeping. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if it's like, I love sleep so much. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm a good sleeper. So like, I like fall asleep pretty quick. Like I don't like struggle mm-hmm. with it. Um, only when I'm sick, like, honestly, my favorite time of day is like 10 30, 11 o'clock, right when I'm crawling into bed. And I'm like, ah, I know that I got the full <laughs> night, like the rest of the night to sleep. And I'm like, like, yeah, because yes. I hate, I hate waking up at like, if it's like 6 30 or 7 30 and the alarm is going off at eight. And I'm just like, oh man, like, what's the yeah. point? Like, what's the point of sleeping this last right. half hour? So yeah um that's so good that you're that you slept well yeah like like so hard everyone needs everyone needs to do that like sleep is so important because like that's when your your mind like refreshes and like processes Mm -hmm. like every day we're Mm -hmm. we're we're now we're like thinking we're process we're we're conscious okay I'm not saying I'm probably getting it wrong but like when you sleep that's when like everything I think resets and you process and like so my mind obviously needed to like process it all yeah um I am like I'm a huge sleeper like I don't know if it's kind of like depressing for me to say like sometimes I'm just like so done that I'm like I just rather sleep like I I'm also a big dreamer so I'm I'm just like I'd rather be in my sleeping state (laughs) than like my everyday life (laughs) that's not depressing that's cool um but so that's what I've been doing trying to be you know like how we always talk about like being gentle with yourself and like not rushing yourself so trying Mm -hmm. to do that and then today I slept I slept pretty long too like I went to bed at like midnight like so wild on a Saturday (laughs) and then I like woke (laughs) up at like um 10 or 11 and I had a session with my trainer and we talked about like our at-home workouts that I'm going to be doing it just really sucks but what doesn't suck is that we're really lucky that we have like a house over a a house over our heads no a roof over our heads (laughs) and food in our bellies I was trying to tell that to Nico today because I made a really nice breakfast like most days it's kind of just like cereal or oatmeal but um today I made like bacon and eggs and um we had these like hash brown things from last night's dinner which were good and he like didn't want to eat it I'm just like what's like we make these like good meals for him and I'm just and he doesn't want to eat like he rather eat junk food I'm like Nico there's like you have a we're trying to learn to be grateful and to be considerate because especially when I'm like standing outside in the rain trying to put him in his car seat and he's like just wait mommy just wait just wait and he's doing all these other things I'm like Nico you know I'm waiting for you and I'm helping you and I'm standing in the rain (laughs) and I'm standing in the rain those are kind of our lessons right now that we're learning but um I mean speaking of your um your 
working out kind of things that have been in the headlines lately. Um, one is really important that I think we'll touch on later, but um, another one is brings back to Hamilton and the spin mm-hmm. co. Have you heard of yeah. that one? Play? Like, uh, the huge, it's like the largest outbreak what? in Canada for like a workout. Party. I didn't know it was the largest in Canada. I, you know, our friend yeah. Diana sent it to me too. And because the one, one of the days we usually go and spin together downtown, um, yeah. And she sent me that one, and I was like, "Oh my god, thank God we didn't, we never went to Hamilton." I didn't know it was the largest like breakout. Yeah, Doug Ford, Doug Ford talked about it. So to our listeners, the Spinco in Hamilton, um, which is downtown where I'm downtown, so it's like I could walk there in like 15 minutes. Had like last week, it started like 14 um, active cases from Spinco, and then it kept rising. And we're over 70 people linked to that spin co. It's insane. So, um, yeah, I mean, as, as much as like, we just want this virus to go away, it's best to just like stick with people in your group. Um, I mean, they did, even they did follow all the, all the guidelines they are supposed to, but I mean, it's still a little bit sketchy when, yeah okay your bike is six feet away in all directions but you all don't have face masks face masks on as you're pedaling sweating and mouths are open and you're in an enclosed space that's like the most dangerous spot like I mean I'd do it outside (laughs) but I don't know it's like that's like it's weird about it you know what I thought of when I was going and I'm like, oh, it's really great. We're like all far away and stuff like that. Cause like normally you're kind of like right beside someone. Um, but yeah. I'm like, the touch transfer is in the bathrooms because the bathrooms are still open, right? So mm-hmm. everyone can touch the bathroom and like get it in, in, in like yeah. between sessions, between when they wash them down. So yeah, that's crazy. Be careful, everybody. But what else we want to talk about? is what's happening over in McMaggie country. <clears throat> um, things are getting crazy there. And it's actually really, really scary to me because <clears throat> I'm like, what, what can we do? Like, if we go there, there's so much violence that, like, what can we do? And then I think about, oh, my, I'm not, I'm not bashing my community, but I'm like, it made me think, okay, my chief put out a letter of solidarity calling upon the government to make action. But I'm like, and he encouraged everyone to contact their local MP. But I'm like, <clears throat> okay, but what can we do? <laughs> like, because mm-hmm. that's great. That'll do something. Um, but like, how do we actually stop this? Like, how do we actually have the government companies and large corps like that like listen to us and when we say like fuck off we mean it because people are getting like their their local indigenous stores are being broken into and trash people's cars are being trashed people are being assaulted and like the rcmp just stands there it's such a scary time and it it was crazy how it jumped from like western canada to the east coast and Mm -hmm. honestly like I don't I don't know what we can do. We can send funds for sure, but like what is actually going to make a change? I don't know, and it's scary to me. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot lately and this kind of ties into 
what we can do um, just from our homes. And it's, I've been thinking about how powerful social media is Uh lately and how much power we have as individuals in just sharing and posting and writing letters. Like, I mean, writing letters was the only thing back then, but now we're able to share and all of those people are on like social media and there's like the news outlets and like we can all stand together that way. And there are the, um, I think the like the GoFundMe pages too that we can link in our Instagram that people are donating to mm-hmm. also, which I think is really great if you're able to. But I mean, just for us to have a voice and for those things to be heard and it's almost a ripple effect that people are just sharing these and sharing their outrage and like that does go a long way in knowing that this is a problem and that it's all like you can't miss it like every every news article you see on your phone every friend is reposting something the hulk actor mark ruffalo uh, retweeted it as well and um there it's just you know i don't think we should feel bad that it's we can't go stand there on the sidelines in, in, in cases like during this pandemic, but we can do so much from our home and stand with those, with our Mi'kmaq mm-hmm. relatives. Yeah. That's really what we can do right now. So we're going to put some links to some really great um, places you can donate in our story and on our page and on our website. We've been like mm-hmm. laughing in, our, in the website lately but <laughs> I know we'll, we'll put it up there. Um, then we want to encourage everyone. If you can, we know it's a really hard time right now. Um, but also if you can <clears throat> say a little prayer for them and yeah, protect them. We also wanted to touch on. Yeah, exactly. We also wanted to touch on um, our listeners who may be affected by this because this year, like you said, it started in the West Coast and now it's in the East Coast. And obviously there's things, those are just big headline things. Like there's, I mean, everything is, has significance and, um, but there's like everything in between. Like this year has been hard for Indigenous mm-hmm. people. And like, if you got to think about yourself and take care of yourself, like we're all about healing. And if there's anyone you can talk to mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Quay's been, has been to a lot of therapists and she can give you, um, <laughs> Quay's life. Cause you're like, she's been to a lot of therapists, trying to find a lot of help. She's got a lot of problems. So you don't have to worry about yours. They're going to be easier to solve than her. No. <laughs> so reach out. No, if you're, if you're thinking of what can make you mm-hmm. feel better and not too sure, like, oh, there's so many, like, different therapists like there's so many and do you have do you have any questions like you can reach out to us and um i'd pass it over to quay and she she can help you and like we're all here for each other i mean i can't help you i don't really know (laughs) a lot but i mean i i will be open and honest with like my experience and like if you need to if you want to know how to do it then yeah yeah with that okay so life is hard we know that um but we want to remind you to be gentle and like maybe being gentle is even watching Netflix. Ooh, let me say, or also chopping your <laughs> hair off. Yeah, talk about that. Tell our listeners. So 
Um, I just felt the urge, like I got the, I got a haircut the other week. I went to a salon and I'm like, oh, I'm growing my hair out super long so I don't cut off too much. It was probably like to my armpits, like it was getting pretty long. And, and then I was like, you know what? My hair, like, I don't think is meant to be long because it's so fine and it's wavy and it gets knotted. And so I looked up online what haircuts would be best for my hair. And it was like pretty much a bob or just like shoulder length and whatnot. So I cut it like to my ears at home. And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't justify like paying so much money now for things that I can just do myself. (laughs) (laughs) Where if I was wanting to dye my hair, that'd be something different. Like I, I can't dye my hair nicely at home, but I'm like, Hey, scissors are scissors. Like I I did buy hair cutting scissors instead of kitchen scissors because I've read that, that that's not good. So, but if I was to dye my hair, I'd go see a professional. But yeah, so I chop my hair and it feels so good. You have really, really um, like wavy hair and it's so nice because you know when like you want to chop your hair and then you see those beautiful bouncy curls and like that's what I think of when mm-hmm. I want short hair and like my hair is so fine and like pinned straight that like it'll it'll curl for the first 30 minutes and it's going to fall. But your hair is just like that all the time. Uh, it's nice. Yeah, it is wavy and it's nice and wavy like that it's shorter and it seems more like mm-hmm. voluptuous now so I'm just I'm just loving it and I can still put it in a bun Key. so that's good because I'm always tying my hair back and whatnot so that's that's what I've been up to um we wanted to talk about Netflix because we have been stuck inside the weather's cooling down um Ben and I just finished watching um the hill house the haunting of the hill house if that's what's called yeah I remember it came out a couple years ago and I started watching it and I was too scared because I was yeah. watching it alone and I think those like news outlets like blog to or whatever they're like made like a post that said oh people have been watching the hill house and having to get counseling over it or something crazy that I was like oh my god this must be terrifying so I never watched it until like last week and it ended up being really well done like it's it's not like horror it's like spooky and like suspenseful and that's like okay wait did you did you have to do counseling no 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 okay so I watched the haunting of Bly Manor should I have watched should I watch now the haunting of Hill House um so I heard that they're not connected at all but they do have the same actor so um and they're different stories and different houses but I also haven't watched the full Haunting of Bly Manor I've only watched the first episode and from what I can tell they're not connected at all but if if they are connected like let us know um and then another okay I have to tell everyone this to watch Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler on Netflix because I we only watched like 20 minutes of it and we were it was the type of laugh where you're like bending over and slapping your knee and like cackling like that like it was that funny really so that's yeah (laughs) really (laughs) really Um, it's so because I didn't I didn't really care for him ever since um those remember he did like 
the that movie that movie he did with like that that guy from Twilight and it was like a really it was like there was a lot of backlash about racism and ever since then I had like a falling out with Adam Sandler because I'm like of course it would be the guy from Twilight because I think he's a sellout but if he wants to listen Mm -hmm. to the podcast I can say something different (laughs) just kidding (laughs) but (laughs) Um, that's what I remember that was like 2015 it's been like five years so maybe people have forgotten I feel like I feel like it's kind of like a Will Smith actor like he's they got really good movies which are like their classic movies like for Adam Sandler it's like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore like those are what he's Mm -hmm. known for and in Hubie Halloween I think he is like a Billy Madison like that's who right. he's playing, so I think people are kind of like reminiscing back to like how funny he is and whatnot. But I feel like his new movies and like Will Ferrell, like some are just terrible. So I can agree. Like whatever movie you saw with him, give him another chance in this because he's kind of like give him another chance. <laughs> the the whole like um Billy Madison stuff. It doesn't. Um, I don't think that's my cup of tea either. So I don't. No. Yeah. But what do you find what do you find funny then? <laughs> <laughs> what do you find funny? Um, I love okay, I love white chicks. I love Oh, okay, that's my um, movie. Like too. those kind of things I find funny. And I like I like it at the end when he when <clears throat> he takes off his mask and the guys like, "Didn't they tell you it's an all white party?" And like <laughs> <laughs> those kind of things are funny to me um but it yeah kinda, okay so back to Bly Manor that actually really annoys me that they're not connected because you know what really annoyed me is was that mm. American um American Horror Story American you know how every season they had a different type of thing like there was circus there was haunted, yeah, and like none of them were related, but they were the same actors. That was confusing mm-hmm. to me because I could kept seeing the actors as who they were before, and like mm-hmm. so now the haunting of Bly Manor. If that's going to be the same thing, that's kind of irritating. But I'm going to watch. You should watch it. Ben was telling me, and here I am with the facts that probably aren't <laughs> facts. He was telling me how the haunting of Hills Hill street is it hill street i don't know hill house, hill house. Yeah. oh yeah hill house was based on a real story about how that house was actually not in the movie but there was like the most haunted house in america and that's the story right. it's based on it's based on like a book and they made it into a show but it's like real life events that they're um acting out so that's kind of interesting. I don't know the history of Bly Manor if it's just like made up, but I love if there's like, ooh, like it's even more spooky if it's like, whoa, this really mm-hmm. happened. I heard. I think <laughs> I read that too, where like they do have there's there is like a fable where they believe that that stuff happened. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. Cool. Well, um, before we wrap up, we have one. Um, big announcement and I mean we announced it the other month but now it's like here but it's an exciting (laughs) thing it's happening (laughs) so um Quay do you want me to announce it 
<laughs> because we're on Zoom right now looking at each other and she's like looking at me and I'm looking at her. <laughs> I know maybe if sometimes you hear like pauses in our audio, it's like maybe we're just like giving like the facial expression <laughs> expressions that you guys can't see. But it's okay, everyone. Okay, Imagine Native launches this week. And if you're just Ooh. listening, you didn't or you don't remember our episode where where we announced it, we are it, we're having our world premiere. The podcast is worldly premiering this week at Imagine Native. Guys, we have a fucking world premiere. Uh, I don't know what we're going to wear. <laughs> so exciting. I got yeah. a new coat, so maybe I'll <laughs> wear my new coat. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we will also link so you guys can go and see our world premiere. Um, there's going to be a thing about like, uh, there's like a, what is it called? Where you like, it's normally it's opening night, but it's like opening night online. So you like post your outfit. So watch for our fits, everybody. Ooh. Will do. We're so excited for it. But yeah, um, thank you for listening in. Um, just to recap, um, we're all here for each other. Um, a lot of things are happening online. Well, it, in person out east. Um, but if you need anyone to talk to you, reach out to your friends, your family. Um, and then also in the in the closing, we will, um, we do promote the is it the hope talk for wellness. for wellness hotline the hope for wellness <clears throat> hotline yeah so utilize those resources that are out there for us and know that we're we're all here for you and your aunties love you so talk next week and <laughs> So your podcast, Andes, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.